0: From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. I hope you're staying warm and dry out there. I know that my next guest is certainly staying warm and dry, although I, uh, I don't think I'd want to be doing what she's doing at the moment. It is the wonderful Kirsty Lee Acres. She joins me from one uh, at the moment where she is doing some reno's. Good morning and welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. How are the reno's going? You're still in that block frame of mine, are you? <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Uh, it's never ending. It's actually more stressful now because we're renovating with our own money and we don't have, <laughs> you know, Scotty Cam walking up to give us a challenge to make us win an extra 10 grand. <laughs> it's actually more stressful now.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. How has it been since, uh, I mean, obviously the block was an amazing experience for uh, for you both. How's it been since you finished?
1: yeah it's been it's been really great we've been able to experience so many things that we wouldn't have ever done you know or even thought about doing before the block um especially for Jesse you know he's always been sort of in the background and behind the camera not in front of it so um yeah it's been a really great experience it was it was the hardest experience of our life and something we probably never want to do ever again but Mm. it was um totally worth it and and obviously changed our lives and um yeah we're we're back we're suckers for punishment we're back into renovating so we're doing our own place now at one and um that's actually being filmed and we're turning that into a series as well so yeah
0: it, it literally does feel like we're back on the block it, it sounds like it it sounds like it <laughs> how have you been obviously uh the block was huge for you uh for you both in 2021 but then of course we've had COVID we've had some big uh, you've had COVID yourself how uh, how was yeah. that how did you recover with that?
1: It was actually strange. While the show was airing, we we missed out on so many opportunities because we literally went into lockdown in New South Wales uh, the week the show started airing. (sighs) So all of the appearance stuff that, you know, Sean and I would organize for us to go and do and meeting the fans of the show and all those things, we didn't get to do any of it um, because we're all in lockdown. Mm. But in saying that, one of the great things about being in lockdown is people... um, wanted to find something to watch on TV mm-hmm. and it ended up being, you know, the highest rating show of the year. So, um, it kind of worked in our favor that way, but, um, yeah, it was an amazing experience. And, and of course COVID, um, the block came along at the perfect time for us because, you know, no artists were doing gigs and we were worrying about, you know, what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. Job keeper was ending. So it came at the perfect time. And, um, you know, I guess it looks like to the, to the public that we're sort of back to normal now. But I, I, I think the music industry is, is still slowly, slowly recovering because, you know, people just aren't in that mindset yet of going out and being carefree and not worrying about COVID and going to shows and mingling with, with people, which is understandable. Um, so even though, you know, the government says, we, yes, we can go back to work, yeah. it's still um, tough out there for, for artists.
0: It really is. And, of course, our stablemate here at Newcastle Live is, uh, is EAO Entertainment. And, you know, we're seeing it firsthand exactly how hard it is. People aren't pre tickets like they normally would. Yeah. They're, they're going, okay, well, it's Friday. I'm okay. I can go to, uh, I can go yeah. to this concert on Saturday. That's got to be really, really hard for not only the promoters. It's got to be hard for you as well.
1: Oh, definitely. I, You know, I do feel for the venues because, number one, you know, they're taking a risk even putting on shows again because they were closed for so long and not making any money and they're risking putting on shows. And, you know, if they're not seeing ticket sales like they did pre-COVID before a show, you know, obviously they would start to worry and think, oh, is anyone even going to turn up to this mm. to this show tomorrow night? So I definitely feel for them. And then also, of course, for the artists because, you know, um, I was talking to a bunch of artists yesterday on, on Facebook and it, it really is, it's like... You know, having a job and not knowing if you're going to have a shift until the morning of and then also not knowing if you're going to get paid for that shift. Um, you know, it's not just ourselves that we have to pay. There's a whole team behind putting on shows. You've got your sound guy, you've got your band, you've got your management, your agent. There's um, so many different parts that come into play. So, um yeah, as grateful as we are that you mm. know live music is back in some sort of sense, it still is um, pretty tough out there. So hopefully we'll start to see the the light in the tunnel very very soon.
0: fingers crossed. Now you had uh, you had COVID yourself, and uh, it really yeah. did it really did affect you, didn't
1: it? It did. I was actually surprised how much it affected me. Um, you know, being vaccinated and everything as well. Um, but yeah, uh, my husband Jesse and I, we both got it. We actually got it. Right before the Tamworth Country Music Festival. Oh. Um, and so I was freaking out the whole time. I was like, oh, my gosh. I literally got my voice back, I think, the week of the festival. But I was still was struggling a bit. And, you know, it got me for, I reckon, a good month there. I, I really struggled on stage breathing-wise. You just don't realize how much it affects your breathing. And then, you know, other people, it cannot affect them at all. So I guess you just, um, if you're one of those lucky ones, that's good. But mm. um, we weren't, unfortunately.
0: So Jesse had a bad, uh, a bad bout as well?
1: Yeah, so he, he actually got it before me.
0: Oh great, so he gave, he gave it. it to you. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch how you're kissing, love. Oh no,
1: well I I didn't kiss him at all, but I, <laughs> I got him. I said it's from all his bloody sneezing he was doing around there. <laughs> It was a it was a constant argument. I kept saying, "I'm gonna get this thing. I'm gonna get it." And of course, yeah, I did. But I was kind of glad I did because then when we went to the Tamworth Country Music Festival, everyone was dropping like flies with it. So I was like, "Oh well, I'm immune." So I was walking around like,
0: "Oh yeah, I'm right." I'm <laughs> bulletproof. I'm bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um so i i also wanted to have a, a bit of a chat about uh this new album uh it is being released on your it's on your own independent label which is Rider records now you uh, obviously you had had a a producer a, a, you know a, a record company for your first uh, first couple of records but what made yeah. you branch out and uh, and want to do this on your own it's a it's a big exercise it's a big money money yeah. spe- you know like what made you want to go out on your own well
1: it's been something that's been on our bucket list for a long time now and as you said I have been I've been signed to different labels my whole career I signed my first record deal at 18 years old and I remember that very first record deal and how naive I was and how you know just young and and not knowing how the industry worked and um you know it was kind of scary at the time and I look back on that now and I think oh I finally knew what I know now Mm. um so it's always been something that's been on our bucket list and and when COVID hit and we were in lockdown, we had a lot of spare time, and we were thinking about, uh, you know, releasing my next album, we were trying to figure out, you know, which way we we're going to go, and we thought, you know, now's a better time than ever, we've got all this downtime. we can actually mm-hmm. dedicate to it, because it's always been on our, you know, our backbone, list, you know, one day, one day, we'll start our own label, but we just never had the time, so when COVID came, it was kind of um, a good excuse to tackle all those sort of projects that you've had on that list for a long time, and, and that's purely how it came about and because of this new album we had to figure out how we wanted to release it and i've always wanted to release an album where i have total control and um you know this is my sixth album now Six or six? Oh, God, I can't remember. <laughs> 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 but, you know, I really wanted to release it on my own terms. And um, so, yeah, my, my husband, Jesse, and my, my manager, Perrin, we, we teamed up and we created our own label. And, and uh, this new album is the first release through it, um, which has been my most successful release to date. Um, it was number one ARIA um, on the ARIA charts, but not just number one country album. It was number one all genres in Australia, which is um, crazy, you know. That's um, huge you don't often see a country album on the all genre mm. chart so that was um yeah I was a real honor that my fans were so supportive of it and especially being our first release on our on our label too yeah. so yeah hopefully we can start looking at signing some other artists in the future and and be that base for them um the whole reason we called it writer records is because a writer is what caters to the artist mm. and we really wanted to have a label that does just that caters to the artist and doesn't necessarily, you know, tell the artist what they, what music they are going to be releasing, but, you know, be more a sounding board for them, giving them advice and, you know, helping them steer the ship, but also letting them have
0: control of, of their music. It sounds wonderful. Now, my, uh, my big question, of course, you know, you're renovating the house, you're working on the yeah. album. How the hell do you work together 24-7?
1: <laughs> a lot of people say that, but we, I guess we've just done it for so long now, we just don't know any different. Um, so... It's funny if I if I'm out all day at the shops or something and I come home, I'm like, oh, I actually missed you out today. <laughs> I had a chance to miss you. <laughs> we're, we're together twenty four seven, but um, and a lot of people say that to us on the block as well. But you know, when we're on the block, we thought If you go against each other, you don't have anyone else. You know, you got to mm-hmm. have each other's back. And I guess we've just always been that way through everything um, in our relationship. I guess, and um, we've been together for seventeen years now, so I feel like we just I don't know. We just get on with it and. Yeah. We very we barely speak to each other through the day, <laughs> and then that's how we get through
0: it. <laughs> we've got no, we've run out of things to talk about. I love it. I think that's uh, that's great relationship advice. Just uh, <laughs> yeah. don't talk to each other, and you'll like, each other.
1: like each other. Yeah, I love we it. Went up at di- we went out for dinner the other night. and... We just we had to sit there and listen to other people's conversations because we literally got nothing to talk about because we're together. People <laughs> say we can't say so. How was work today? Yeah, so we just oh, listen to other it. people's conversations. I love it. Pe- people
0: would just be looking at you going, "Oh, gee, those two have got a great marriage. Look at them; they're not even talking." I know they
1: probably think we're miserable
0: as. <laughs> now, Adisa, it uh, it's very. It must be very exciting as as I mentioned. Yeah, you are about to uh, you're embarking on uh, on a tour. It does start here in uh, in the Hunter. It's uh, it's at home. Well, you are a curry girl, but it may. As well, you know, Cessnock. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a home. Uh, you start at home, and uh, and you are travelling around the countryside. Are you looking forward to uh, to getting out and about?
1: I'm so excited to be performing back in my my hometown. Um, I haven't done a, a hometown show now. Actually, the the last show I did in my hometown was just before COVID hit. It was in the February, and then, of course, we got locked down in the March. So that was actually my last gig pre-COVID, so it's going to be great to get back there. And it's, uh, there's always such a supportive crowd that turns out for, for those shows, so I really can't wait to, to hit the stage uh, next Saturday night, the 30th, at Cessnock League Club, and then we're in Albion Park on the Sunday um, so yeah, can't wait to get the little band back together. It's going to be a great night.
0: It will be wonderful. Tell me about uh, about the new album. Um, it is uh, it's very diverse. I've, ha- I've had a bit of a listen to it. It's uh, yeah, you, you do have you have your Americana, you have your country, you have you know you've got that pop insp- inspiration yeah. that occasionally comes into it. Tell me where all of the uh, the inspiration for this album came from.
1: Well, this album I was actually meant to be over in Nashville writing for this album in the April of when COVID first came about. but That obviously got cancelled. So um, a lot of artists started getting on Zoom and co-writing together, and I'd never written on Zoom before. I thought it was a bit weird, you know. I wasn't, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't real keen on it, you know, not being in the same room as the other writers. And but um, two of my favourite songwriters in Nashville, Phil Barton and Bruce Wallace, who have written a lot throughout the years. They suggested that we get on Zoom one day, so. You know, they were over in Nashville, it was like 10 o'clock at night over there and it was morning over here. And we got on there and we wrote um, the first song, which is uh, was a single that's already been out called Out of Here. And it, we literally wrote it all about being stuck in in isolation in lockdown and wanting to get out and enjoy what, you know, we once took for granted. And that, that writing session was so successful that we ended up getting on Zoom every single Tuesday from there for about three months for the whole, that first lockdown period that we had. And that's literally how all these songs came about on this album. They were all written in, in lockdown over Zoom, which is crazy because, you know, before that I I wasn't keen on writing over Zoom at all. Mm. So, yeah, that's how it all came about. And, um, you know, I, we as soon as we got out of lockdown, I headed up to, to Brisbane to my drummer's studio and uh, we recorded the album up there. Um, we were actually halfway through recording when I got the phone call to say that we were on the block and we literally only had two weeks' notice to pack up and go to Melbourne <laughs> So we had to stop recording. The show actually came to Brisbane and filmed us in the studio there, a little backstory thing. And then, of course, once we finished the block, we then uh, travelled straight back to to Brisbane again and finished the album off. So it's been, yeah, a really busy, hectic past, you know, sort of two years, even with COVID. um, You know, I often think, God, if that didn't come along, how would we have
0: fit all this in? I'm (laughs) actually thinking that. If you didn't have the downtime of COVID, you'd be in big trouble. I know. I don't know what I would have (laughs) done. Look, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. If you do want tickets uh, to go along and see uh, Kirsty Lee Acres, if you head to her website, it is kirstyleeacres dot com. You'll find uh, all of the bio information. You can find some videos on uh, on her uh, her previous tracks, and you can find all of the details for her concerts on uh, on that website. We're going to uh, to play one of the tracks from the from the new album. It's called Wild One. Explain this one to me.
1: Well, this is actually the very first song I've ever written about myself. Normally when I write songs, they're always about, you know, friends or family or totally made-up situations, but this is the first song I've ever written about myself. And uh, the music video for this one is really special. It features over 30 years of footage of me, you know, being a performer as a kid and travelling around to different talent quest um, and, you know, then later on going to Tamworth and places like that. So it's really special. And, yeah, this song just basically tells my, my journey, I guess, of, you know, being that kid that had that dream of of being a, a singer from from the moment I could talk, literally.
0: It is just, the the film clip is incredible to just watch it and to watch some of the interaction you. and uh, you know the the compare of the, you know various things yeah. and saying you know come <laughs> on come up and compare this yourself. It it is beautiful. Yeah. It really is. So congratulations. Oh now quick question: you blonde or brunette yeah. at the moment? <laughs> this is funny. I actually said to Jesse last night. I think I want to go back
1: to blonde because I um I did. Well, I'm, I'm kind of half and half, so I've gone back to more brunette. But I'm not liking it,
0: so I think I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. It hasn't lasted long. <laughs> Do it. Us blondes have far more fun, my love. <laughs> Look, best Definitely. of luck with the tour. Um, I, I have no doubt it'll be a, uh, a sellout at Cessnox League's club. So, please, if you are interested in heading along, grab your tickets now. It is uh, it is Saturday, July 30. It's not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Grab your tickets and uh, and get along and see this incredible, incredible local performer. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for your time. You can go back to the. Uh, to the renovating (laughs) now thanks for having me (laughs) my pleasure thank you that is uh, Kirsty Lee Akers Uh, what a lovely lovely girl huh? she's just gorgeous she is so so talented Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life from what's on to what matters Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines what it is why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.